Welcome to the Fayetteville Fire Podcast, where we talk about all things fire-related, safety tips, and things that are happening in our can-do city. I'm Don Cheetah, Captain Community Risk Reduction for the Fayetteville Fire Department, and I'm going to be your host today. Today, we're going to be talking about shift life. With my guests, I got Lieutenant Josh Hargrove and Nick Hammond. But first, our safety tip of the month. In a one-day stop-arm survey, 95,319 vehicles passed the school bus illegally. Through a 180-day school year, that would equivalent to more than 17 million violations among America's motorist public. And we'll talk about that later on our show. So I'd like to welcome my guests, Lieutenant Josh Hargrove, Firefighter Nick Hammond. Welcome, gentlemen. Howdy, howdy, howdy. How you doing, Kevin? Good, good. So today we're just going to talk about shift life. For those of you out there that don't know, uh, at the Fayetteville Fire Department, we work 24.25-hour shifts. Uh, one shift on, one shift off, and after our third work day, we take a four-day break. Which I'm on, right? Well, me and Nick yeah, are both we're on four-day. Yeah, we're both on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We go well, back. When do we go back again? Because I've been on a little mini, uh, mini we vacation. Go Friday. We go back Friday. Friday yeah. nights. So that's one thing I miss on daytime is yeah. so four-day breaks. You mm-hmm. were trying to calculate how it goes. So our last day on shift was Sunday. So we're off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then we'll work Friday, Sunday, Tuesday. Yeah. And after that, I go on vacation. Have fun, fellas. Not not a bad gig. Ten, ten days a month, 11 Ten days, days a month. Well, when you say vacation, are you going on vacation or are you just going to work overtime? No, I'm going on vacation. vacation. <laughs> I'm leaving the state. I don't blame you. Yeah, I'm going out west where it's cool in the summertime. Oh, man, take me with you. So, normal shift. How's a normal shift start? Well, how does the day start for you? Coffee. Lots of coffee. Lots of coffee. <laughs> Lots of coffee. So, if you ever start work at the fire department and you're the new guy, Male or female, your job is to make the coffee. So if you go in the kitchen and there's not a pot of coffee made, take the initiative, make a pot of coffee, because it will be drank by about the, I don't know, depending on what station you're at. at how many of y'all got at Shift Trade when both both companies are there? Well, let me ask you this. You said a pot of coffee. Oh, you make just be, a pot? Because no, I make pots. I make two, two pots, because some of them folks, they just make one and then walk away, and well, by the time I get there, it's at the bottom, and it tastes like tar. Well, and then there's the other thing where you make a pot of coffee and then the guy rolls in with his 32-ounce Yeti. No, I don't do that. No, but you know the guys that do. Oh, they do. I might be one of them guys. Mine's only 20 ounce, though. Mine's 20. (laughs) We we can't yell at you. I can yell at him. (laughs) So it's funny. We're at Station 2, one of the smaller stations, just four guys assigned, so small eight at shift trade, and we had a coffee pot with three pots. Yeah. Going yeah. At a time. Well, oh, yeah. I've been on shifts with you before when I floated, and there's a lot of coffee drinking those days. Yeah, some of us older guys drink throughout the day. Yeah. I drink it all day. I drink it all day, all especially day. in the wintertime. Not so much in the summertime, but in the wintertime, I drink it all day. And then some genius invented monsters, so you got to have the 2 o'clock energy drink. <laughs> so good. So don't judge. Some people drink monsters. Some people try to be like healthy, so they drink, what is it, the Celsius? I've had one and I did I not. Ca- I, I was like not a fan. I had it at uh, the gym one time and I was like, "This is the hype." Well, thanks to Lieutenant Lockamy, I'm a Peach Monster fan. So oh. two o'clock every <laughs> afternoon, you gotta have the Peach Monster. Mango baby. Mango. So Mango's we got our, we got our coffee out of the way. Now talk us through the start of the day. Is it uh, pretty routine every day? Well, it's pretty routine. Um, when you get there, so the off going shift is there, and then you're coming on shift. So you're technically the reason we get there at 7:45 instead of at 8 which is our 0.25 hours um you do shift trade so the guys that have been there the night before or the entire day before tell you everything that happened on their shift if something's wrong with the apparatus or something happened in the station or something to look out for in your district um and then after that they leave and 
you start. <laughs> so, yeah. I have a routine in the morning or a ritual. Um, I get to work right about 7 o'clock. I walk in, grab a cup of coffee, and um, I do all my getting ready for work at the station. I shower, I shave, brush my teeth. I mean, I literally just wake up and put shoes on and go. And I might talk to a like some of the other, the other firemen there, like is the squad, how is this about like squad, the engine, any problems, especially if you're coming off four day break. Cause a lot can happen on your four day yeah, break. I mean, a lot can happen when you're just gone for 24 hours, but four day break, you have to play catch up. So you're there for a little bit of time. And once you get the informative stuff out of the way, then comes the, the street information like, Hey, this hydrant's out of service or, Hey, there's a bad, there's a bad pothole over here. Try to avoid that. Or, the street, uh, some street is shut down somewhere for some kind of maintenance, so you need to know in case you get called to that area. Or um, specific address about a patient, um, frequent flyers, all that. Nick's better than me, though. I get there at like a quarter after. I don't get there at seven, but I shower before I get there. I've so. only been late twice. I'm not talking only. about it. <laughs> only twice. And both of them was because I overslept. I'm, hmm. not, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let that go, right? <laughs> we'll let that go. So we come in in the morning, we get on the rig, check our stuff out, and then it's time to think about dinner, lunch, and supper, right? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. If you're on my crew at Station 9, our our goal is to be at the grocery store by 10 a.m. So that way it's out of the way. So yeah, after you check your truck off and tested your air pack, everything like that, um, yeah, and then we'll, you have to clean the station, clean the bathrooms, daily duties, all that. Um yeah, we'll make our way to the grocery store, and then it's up to whoever's cooking to figure out what's on the menu. And it's and it's not a thing where food's the most important thing in our lives that we rush to the grocery store, but we try to get that knocked out. It's just to get it out quite of the early way. in the morning in case your day goes to chaos. Yeah. And soon you already got yeah. the food at the station ready to go. I'm already talking about food, like as soon as I walk in the door. Like, There's a lot what of do y'all think? Food. Well, food is that's what keeps morale up. You know what I mean, this good is true. good food, and you know. And I mean, not just sandwiches and chips. I mean, we have a day where, okay, if it's 100 degrees outside and we got yards and stuff like that, the last thing I want is a hot meal. You know, I want a cold sandwich or a sub or something. And the other part of it is, is a lot of people don't realize, is like you don't know what's going to happen throughout the day. And I hate to say it, but going out to eat fast food gets old after a oh, while. Oh, it's so old. So it's if expensive. you have groceries at the store, like you still may end up doing some fast food because you ain't got time to cook what you bought. But it's to kind of keep from doing that because – that gets expensive and it gets real old real quick. And depending on where you're located at in the city or what district, you don't have a whole lot of options of choosing somewhere to go eat. You look at 17. Yeah, there's nothing we, in 17's we have, area. You know, three or four places in. <laughs> yeah. Go to go to McDonald's or Circle K. Uh, I feel <laughs> I feel sick afterwards. Well, like 14's there. I mean, we were super excited when McAllister's got built. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Good. That, Road. Now that like, is good. So when it was funny, 25 years ago, uh, we weren't allowed to go out to fast food restaurants. Really? So you know, it didn't matter really? when. Yeah, it didn't matter when you had a call. You still had to go to the grocery store one unit one time and get all the groceries. So with wow. that being said, and you guys keep bringing up about money, one of the misnomers, you know, people mm-hmm. and citizens mm-hmm. often ask, ask me, and I'm sure asked you in the grocery store is a, why do you bring the biggest fire truck to the grocery store, and b. Why are you buying the best steaks and the best <laughs> this and that with our tax money? What do you say to that? Manager special. Yellow tag. Yeah. <laughs> I do think you manager special a lot. <laughs> well, what people what people don't understand is that it's our money. We're paying for the food. So that, that, I don't know how it is at seventeen. Um when I got on, 
it was ten dollars a day so you got five dollars for lunch and five dollars for dinner and that's every guy stationed at your station chalks up ten dollars and that's what you pull to go uh to the grocery store with now at nine what they do is on the first day back they'll do fifteen dollars and that other five is just in case something happens and you go over and you put extra money in the kitty but then we'll take that money and do for staples and what staples is is like the everyday items you have like the coffee we were talking about some guys are not like me so they won't drink their coffee black so they need cream and they need sugar and then they'll, most of the time they'll put peanut butter and jelly on it what else y'all put on staples uh, I did staples for a while downtown at 17. You got the basics, but extra stuff we have, we have, um, ranch. Yeah. Ranch is one ketchup. A one steak sauce, uh, yeah. Heinz 57. So I mean the, and I ain't, I mean the, the actual name brand a one, we buy the bougie stuff. Well, lot, lot well, they do. St- I don't anymore. <laughs> Lieutenant locked me to the staples at 14 and he went to Sam's club and he did the bougie. What I'm sure it hurt his heart because he doesn't like mayonnaise, so, but he had to buy Dukes. Oh, I love Dukes. He had to buy some Dukes mayonnaise. What do you like? Well, I'm not from here, so don't. I don't care. Judge, but yeah. I like Dukes mayonnaise. But every now and again, I enjoy the tangy zip of Miracle Whip. I'm Miracle not Whip's lie. not mayonnaise; that's dressing. Yes, it that's is. A whole it's different. salad dressing. I love, I love Miracle. People Whip. don't understand, but it's a whole different most thing. Most of the time, right when exactly. you say salad dressing, though, everybody thinks of ranch. No, I, well, I bought off-brand ranch one time, and. Y- y- I got the look of death. Like, what did you do about Hidden Valley or something? No, I bought like you bought the, a food the, line brand. No, I was at um, Sam's Club and I bought the gallon jug. Man, of you can't do that. That's watered down. You can't do that. <laughs> I'm not a big ranch guy. Well, that's I'm just, not either, that's just like buying uh, canned vegetables versus frozen or fresh vegetables. Hey man, you give me a can of cream beans with some chicken broth <laughs> and some onions and bacon. I make something so, so good. It used to be Fatback. Oh, Fatback was seasoning it. Fatback's good by itself. It's too salty by itself. And the other thing we brought up and people ask is. Why do you got to bring the biggest fire truck there? Why are these big because, ladder trucks? Or- well, it just happened to us the other day. We were on the ladder truck at Food Line, but we're in the middle of a grocery shop and the call comes out. Well, that's why you're on that truck, and that's why you drive it to the store because you're still – you can't be like, oh, I'm sorry, we're out of service. We're at the grocery store. Like, even when a call comes out, you just – a lot of times the people at the grocery store are super nice because they see us. So we'll just like if, – especially if we're almost done, we'll be like, hey, we just take the cart and roll it in the cooler for us, and we'll be back. You go run the call, and then if you get a chance, you come back. And if not, you got to reshop again. Now, let me ask you this. How many times have you made attempts to go to the grocery store, only to get erupted or a call goes on long enough where you just say, all right, we give up. You're on your own. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, how many times has that happened to you? Because that's happened more to us than a can, lot. More than I can count, but yeah. Let's see, with us being hazmat, we caught a, a fuel leak on MLK, dump truck was leading our saddle tank. Call coming like right at 10, 15, 10, 30. Was that get... the one the other day? Yeah, 14. Yeah, I got interrupted at the store because I had to come back to station one. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't get back till 11.45, and yeah. Cap Mason was like, what do y'all want to do? I'm like, call it done. Just call it done. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of times why that peanut butter and jelly is on staples because sometimes you're just tired and you don't want to deal with it and just peanut butter and jelly call it a day. Plus, if you had a house fire, you've been gone for a couple hours in the middle of the night, you're tired and you've worked off a lot of energy. Huh? That peanut butter and jelly comes in handy about 3 a.m. <laughs> you keep the morale up. Yeah. You got to have food to keep you going. That's it. And and you talk about morale and, and one of the reasons, you know, we, we this whole beginning of the podcast, we pretty much talked about food. But, um, you know, station life, that's that's one of the best morale keepers or, or what draws your crew the tightest is uh, sitting around that kitchen table. 
You'll see a lot of documentaries about FDNY, and they talk about time in the kitchen. That's legit in every fire department. Yeah, and you can tell the difference between stations that everybody's doing their own thing and eating at their own time separately versus stations that sit down. Now, mm-hmm. you know, I've had companies where people got special diets and stuff yep. like that, but we still all sat down and ate at the same time, whether you're eating with everybody or you were doing your own meal. We all fixed it at the same time yeah. and sat down at the same time because that was family time. That's the yeah. time to cut up and joke time and, to have and share laughs. Fellowship with your people you work with. I mean, because it's different than regular coworkers because we live together. I mean, you're with these guys 24 hours a day. Granted, it's only 10 days a month, but them 24 hours are a long time to be with somebody. It's not like somebody you go working 9 to 5 with. It's a completely different situation, not to mention the things that we do together. They're kind of a little bit closer than your, your average coworker. I, th- I think the greatest analogy, and tell me if you differ, is uh, if anybody watches Duck Dynasty, mm-hmm. and at the end of every show, the whole family sits down at the table, says mm-hmm. grace, and eats the meal and discuss. And that's that's kind of the way we relate to it. It really yeah. is. And well, like you was talking about, people having uh, different diets or whatever. Okay, so like right now, I'm not on Chow Bill. I, I, I'm bringing my own food because I'm trying to drop a couple pounds and get a little bit healthier. Um, but I still sit down and eat with my crew. I'll still cook meals just because, you know, you don't want to have the same person be cooking every time. So I still cook. Sometimes I don't even eat what I cook, but I still cook. And I still help clean and wash dishes and everything else because we're a family. I mean, that's just the way it is. Yep. You ate when I was cooking. You ate when I, I was cooking one day. Every time I work with you, I, I, Nick, that's just the way it is. I mean, Smothered chicken with onions is good, Mother won't it? Was real good. <laughs> so we get through the afternoon, and uh, or we get through lunchtime, and what's your afternoons normally entail? I know when I was at Station 2 and other stations, a lot of our afternoons, that was our training time. Normally, that's when we do our training is in the afternoon. Um, and then... Uh, well, some guy and the PT is a big thing, but some guys like to PT in the morning and then sometimes guys like to PT in the evening. So I'm just, as long as you do it, do it. I mean, I personally PT before I even get to work. I go to gym on the way to work. One of the insurers that I'm not late because I go to the gym before I get to work. <laughs> um, try that Nick. Yeah. So, Hey, I just talk to him. Yeah. I mean, we have equipment at work for me. It's just, I don't know. One, it helps me wake up and then two. I don't like being in the middle of the workout and get interrupted in a call or one, like having being gassed, like running on a treadmill or something and then have to go to a working house fire or do CPR on somebody and you're already out of breath. That's not real good. See, I was already always a big PT guy in the morning getting off. So I'm, I'm an early riser anyway. So I get yeah. up at five thirty every morning when mm-hmm. we're coming off work, do my cap and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I did my PT just right. because of that. If I was going to smoke myself, yeah, I wanted to do it when I was going home, not have a, whole day ahead of me and also i actually like that doing it in the morning when you're getting off the morning you're getting off that's and that's part of your shift so as long as you did it on a shift i have to use utilize that one cap but pt it, you know, each station has different equipment and like a different environment for their pt like i think is it station six and station three there it's like it's a like a bunk room it's like a broom closet and you got yeah. no room to spread station yeah. one has you know it's it's air conditioning. It's in like a garage type setting, and they have a giant speaker. So you can get really loud back there. 14's got the the nicest. Some of the nicest. I think 12's got the nicest. 12's got all the mirrors. Well, so I can, so I can look at myself. New. So it's I can look new, at myself yeah. flex. <laughs> curls for the um, curls. Well, it's like, nine, like nine's gym is technically 
on the inspection side of the building and like you and don't want to go bad. no it's not but you don't want to go over there during nine to five hours when those are the daytime guys are there working because they'll be on a conference call with somebody and you're over somebody's over there doing deadlifts grunting well karen <laughs> come check on me because i was i was getting after it one day and she's like are you okay and i'm like yeah well. <laughs> but yeah it's the whole, the whole building is shaking <laughs> <laughs> so what's crazy a shift Craziest shift? Craziest shift you've had. Craziest shift are normally the quick ones. And the reason they're quick is because it's call after call after call after call. So you never really stop. And those are crazy. If you look at the data, I think Wednesdays are the busiest days. I think at one time it was like. Then it used to be Mondays, didn't it? And I always equated that. We were like, that's because somebody had. It's in the annual report. If you look, it shows you. I think the busiest was like Wednesday. But like six to seven was like the busiest. I don't know. Maybe people are commuting for it. I will tell you this. The craziest days. Or hurricanes. Yeah, hurricanes. Or the, They're remember that nuts. ice storm a couple years ago? I was at 12 then, I think so it was more than a couple I years I think Hurricane ago. Matthew was the craziest. Well, I fortunately was not here. I was on vacation for Hurricane Matthew. Cap, let me ask you this. Were you here during the April 2012 tornado hit? I was working that day. That was a sp- that, that for, was a crazy day. the moment. Yeah, so that day uh, we were watching TV, and uh, I remember the, the weather. I don't remember which weather channel we were watching, but... All of a sudden, it went from nothing to, there's a tornado spawn, there's a tornado spawn, there's a tornado spawn, Mm. there's a radar. And then uh, one of the guys at Station 19 come on the radio and said, hey, we got eyes on a tornado on the ground. A minute later, it come on the radio and said, uh, be advised, station's out of service. We took a direct hit, but we're all okay. And then right after that, uh, Captain Lim Ivey out of Station 9 come on the radio and said, I got, I'm on Yakin Road. I got mass destruction. Send me everything you can. Mm. And uh, we responded from Station 3. I think we were the second unit on uh, Yakin Road. And we spent the rest of that afternoon well into the night climbing over down trees, busted up houses, and going through the uh, cottonade in the summertime neighborhoods. USAR was deployed. You, they deployed USAR for that one. Yeah, yeah USAR started coming in about midnight that night. After we'd all already done, yeah, we'd been there since like two, three in the afternoon. And already went through everything, and then they went back through and did their technical side of it. Yeah, they were not. That's the thing about tornadoes; you just you can't predict them. No, it just, it just happens. It's like he said, they were just chilling, watching TV, and then hey, we got out of a tornado, and now it got real. Hurricanes, you could yeah, pre- hurricanes, prepare. you got yeah, you build up. Coming. We get the yeah. saws running, we get everything running. Boat we cruise. Got, it's like winter storms; like you know it's coming, so start getting chainsaws together and all that stuff. Yeah, bread, the, bread and milk, Cheetos. The tornado Everybody makes French toast during the winter because you need bread, milk, and eggs. And that's the only <laughs> thing I know you can make with bread, milk, and eggs is French toast. Right. And they're usually all gone by the time you yeah, need them there. No, Especially but- if you're on shift when it starts getting crazy and everybody gets prepped. So then when you leave and you're like, well, that's like during COVID when we were working. Yeah. I had I had to try to find toilet paper. <laughs> Let's do a little this and that for all you right, guys. Come on. All right. Who's going? You go first. You're doing good. <laughs> Saturday shift or a Sunday shift? Sunday. I disagree. Well, hold up. Are we talking about during football season? Because if it's during football season, I want to be off on Sunday. Sure, sure. So if it's football season, Saturday shifts, because I'd rather watch NFL than watch college. That's me personally. See, I don't, Sundays are okay, but everyone, like, as soon as brunch is over, it's like bed. And, like, yeah, I'm by myself watching TV or college Well, sports. see, I say that because I've had some of the f- funnest shifts on Sundays. Dude, like crazy stuff always happens on Sundays when you least expect. No, I disagree. Like, okay, well, for instance, case in point, the big wood pile fire that's going on right now. Oh. That was a Sunday. 
And then a couple years ago, I was sitting at 14, and it was the first Sunday of, of NFL football. And we're sitting there. We had, like, dips made and all kinds of stuff. We are going to chill and watch football and hopefully not run a lot of calls. And then somebody set the Dollar General on fire on Ramsey Street. And oh, I remember that. was a long night. Oh, yeah. So, but before, because I know some people are probably going to listen to this that aren't firefighters and are like, that's enjoyable for y'all. Okay, so let me say this, and this is what I always say. I don't want anybody to get hurt. I don't want anybody to lose their house. I definitely don't want anybody to lose their life. But those things are going to happen or we wouldn't have a job. So I just hope they happen while I'm at work because I enjoy getting the opportunity to do my job. It's the old saying goes, a good day for us is a bad day yeah, for somebody else. Yeah, a good day for yeah. us is a bad that, day for somebody else. That's the twofold. That's the bittersweet part of our job. Yeah, it's very bittersweet. But we also like, I like keeping my profit margin high. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? I'd kind of rather. I always think Saturdays are the best because everybody's somewhat in a good mood, especially if, if you got good weather on a Saturday. It's just a, a good feeling. I mean, because usually by 11, now you're busy in the morning because you got like ALS duties and stuff like that. But usually, you know, it's a pretty mellow day. All right. How about. uh? Tacos or burgers for lunch? Tacos. God, I agree. I love tacos. Burgers are too heavy for <laughs> you lunch. You can never go Taco, wrong with tacos. You got, think of the toppings, the onions, the cilantro, the cheese, the yeah, sour cream, don't, so, and a little bit of rice. Like there's a firefighter that shall remain nameless. You're going to know who I'm talking about. But his idea of a taco is taco shells, the meat, and then just cheese, and that's it. I'm like, bro, that's not a taco. That's, this is like, I'm lift, not in kindergarten, okay? So, yeah, I mean, sour cream, lettuce, yeah. well, I mean, tomato, it's, on the it's, pico. It's actually relatively cheap. Yeah, pico. Yeah. Just because you're, you know. you're getting meat and all the produce that's going with it. But I want good tacos. The cool thing about tacos is, let's say you don't want taco, well, we get stuff, you can make taco salad. Yeah, for sure. Now, granted, you can do that with a burger, but I mean, I've seen now. you guys do it, but, yeah, burgers are too much for lunch. I'd rather have tacos. So let me ask you the next one. Engine or truck? Engine. I'm an engine guy. Well, I'm, I'm really a squad guy. guy. I like being on well, squad. I'm a squad, but engine. I'm just now getting the opportunity to start riding a truck because I've never been in a truck company. Hold on. Before you say engine, you, the truck don't backfill as much as the engine, though. And you may, we need to, we may need to clarify, and we'll clarify on back, I'm backfilling. Just, I'm just now getting the taste of that, too. Backfilling at 3 o'clock in the morning across town. Is, but you know what? As long as I've been at 9 so far, I've only backfilled on the truck. And I've backfilled like quite a few times. No, I take it back. I had to go sit at station three all day one day on the engine. Does engine two ever backfill? No, because <laughs> they were usually, they were usually out investigating doing investigations and other things. So, would you rather work Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Christmas Day. Yeah, I think I agree with you on that on Christmas Day because I have I have so much going on Christmas Eve. Well, my my whole family's not in a different state, so for That's me, true. it's different. I'm thinking of like for me if I work Christmas Day because I've worked for guys on Christmas Day, especially guys that got little kids. Yeah, this doesn't bother me. I like what am I gonna do? Sit at home and hang out with my dog? Now, granted, I love my dog, but it is what it is. Well, even all the years I had, you know, when my kid was young and I didn't have enough seniority to get Christmas off, I always preferred working Christmas Day because mm-hmm. you do everything Christmas Eve or first thing in the morning and then go to work and then. Right. They come come eat. They nine out of ten times they're gonna come eat with you anyway that evening later. Yeah, usually yeah. usually we had the whole station and all the families come eat Christmas dinner and stuff together. So, Christmas movies all day. You know, National Lampoon's is playing that day. For me, it's a Christmas story, but it's I already lunch before hours. Ra- Ralphie, it's gotta be a Christmas Do story over and over, right? Do you really? Yeah, that's instead of a Christmas at the station tree, or put, at home. No, at home. Instead of a Christmas tree, I put a leg lamp in the window. That is so awesome. I'll send you a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
Well, gentlemen, I appreciate you having on today. Um, I hope we gave our folks out there listening uh, a little bit of insight into the day in the life of a firefighter. Thank you, Cap. Thank you. Thank appreciate you. it. Enjoyed it. All right, back to our safety tip. Uh, you know, it's back to school time is just starting. Uh, and a few facts here. According to the National Transportation Safety Board, from 2011 to 2020, there are 183 pedestrian fatalities in school bus-related crashes. Uh, the biggest thing we can point out to you this month is uh, slow down in them school zones. Stop for pedestrians in the crosswalk. Assume that the kid's going to cross and not wait. And watch for them stop school buses and them children around them. We'd like to invite everybody to come see us for our annual Fall Safety Day coming up on September 30th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's going to be located at 1912 Skybo Road in the Old Gander parking lot. We'll have staff displays, fire apparatus, law enforcement, EMS, amongst others out there. Uh, we'll have some fun activities for the kids and some interactive safety training like fire extinguisher training and such. So we'd love to have you out on September 30th from 11 to 3 at the Old Gander Mountain parking lot. Thanks for joining us on the Fayetteville Fire Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to Radio Fayetteville on your favorite streaming platforms to listen to all our podcasts. Next time, we'll be talking about community risk reduction. Until then, be safe.